Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. A big weekend of news in fantasy football and a big first show for us today. Joe Pizapia and Craig Mish. It is our Fantasy Sports Today football edition, and it starts now. Fantasy Sports Today. And welcome in. This is Fantasy Sports Today, our new show here debuting on this August 26, 2019. You've been hearing me on Fantasy Sports Today for the last couple of months. Now, for the rest of the football season, you'll be hearing my next guest, of course, the inventor, the director, the producer, and the host of the Fantasy Black Books, Joe Pizapia, Craig Mish here on Fantasy Sports Today for the football season. Doesn't get any better than that, Joe. Good afternoon. Thanks for doing the show with me this year and can't wait to get started. You know, we're really lucky, Craig, not only to be paired together, but also, man, I was just wondering, okay, what are we going to talk about Monday? And then, boy, oh boy, Saturday came and uh, there's a lot to talk about in the world of football. I can't remember a thing that's gone down this way. That was more stunning, shocking, surprising, and kind of left everybody in a not just a fantasy tizzy, but a football tizzy. This was a this was a bomb of epic proportions that got dropped on Saturday. Yeah, and I and I think that kind of as as some people say, you gotta start preparing for your fantasy football drafts in June or July. It, it's kind of nonsense at this point. And I think of all the years in fantasy, this really drives the point home. I mean, most people should be drafting in fantasy in August. If not late August, if not, honestly, Joe, right before the season, I have a feeling this week we're going to see some more things happen, some trades, some cuts. And I know that probably goes for every sport, Joe, that where there are injuries in baseball, spring training in the NBA. Of course, there's training camp. And I don't know a lot about hockey, but you have a black book. So I'll get into that this year. Can't speak to that. But I would say this. Uh, the, the closer you get to the season, the better off you are. And there's so many people, Joe, that have their seasons temporarily at least derailed by losing their starting quarterback. I just, uh, you know, that that to me tells a big story how, how we approach fantasy moving forward. Well, I do believe with the fact you should start preparing in June, but I think there's a difference between preparing in June and drafting in July. I think that's the thing you've got to like put yourself out there. And best ball has become a very popular format over these last couple of years. And there's a lot of people that say, hey, you know what? I'm more prepared than other people. I can see the future a little bit and how things might shake out. And they feel like they have a leg up in those. And I and I get that. And I think a lot of the early drafting just is a byproduct of excitement. Everybody's excited because football is coming. And I get that. And 
Look, nobody's got more shares of Andrew Luck than me because I play a ton of Superflex. And in all the Black Book listener leagues that we got going on, I had him early and often. And then when he was getting a discount, I was taking him on the discount too. Now, luckily in a lot of those, I had the third quarterback anyway. But it's definitely a blow, man. And and it's tough. And yes, I do believe preparation should start that early. But drafts, you should probably wait a little bit because you got more time. However... You know, this is not like just I feel like this is one of those things where it happens where in the single quarterback leagues, it's just not a big deal. You you took Andrew Luck. If you took him with a fourth, fifth round pick, uh, which is a little too early anyway, uh, even if you got a discount in the last two weeks or three weeks on him in these later drafts and you got him in the seventh round or even eighth round, it's OK because you can come back from it. I think whenever you use a running back or a big time wide receiver, it's much harder Single quarterback league, there's lots of replacement value out there, and I'm sure we'll get to those guys later on. Yeah, and and listen, just because it's, you know, I believe that it's a bunch of crap to start preparing in June doesn't mean I still love you, which I do. <laughs> well, it's not. Well, here, which, in which my I defense, do, but it's, it's a bunch knowing, of nonsense. I love you, too. It's, it's a lot. Look, that's what brothers do. They fight like that's what we're here to do. We're here to love each other and pound on each other. And that's the idea. But in terms of preparation, I'm talking about understanding What's changed in the roster? What kind of coaching staffs have changed? What's the turnovers of the OCs? What, who are the guys in camp? Who are the guys that got drafted? Who are the guys that might be able to make an impact? And be aware of them. That way you can watch and then make a decision as you get later into draft season of who you can take on your roster. No, no, no. Two or three, <laughs> two or three weeks is all I need. Call me after the baseball season, after the trade deadline in August. And I'll be happy to prepare. I'll be happy to win. And I'll be happy to draft the night before the season so I don't get ruined by things like this. And I know that, look, this this doesn't happen a lot. We don't have guys, arguably top three at their position, ever retire right before the season. But luckily for us, the preseason was more or less a joke and we didn't have any significant injuries. But, Joe, we did have one, and I want to touch on it real quick. Uh, and then we'll touch on it throughout the show, though, was uh, Lamar Miller now being out for the year, too. Obviously, he was a uh, not a, an RB1, I don't think, by any stretch of the imagination. But anybody who took him in an early draft league now has to kind of rattle and hum and try to find somebody else that they yeah. can replace him. Well, it's funny. Lamar Miller's never been one of my guys. Um, I took one share of him two hours before in a slow draft. The one share that I have two hours later, he blows out his ACL. So you can blame me, everybody. It's on me. It's my fault. But the the adage about Lamar Miller was a very simple one. Well, he's just safe. He's about 950 yards. He's half a dozen touchdowns. He's safe. No one's safe. That's football. Take the guys with the yep. upside. Never just play for safe. I think that's the lesson here with the Lamar Miller shares people own. Yep, we're going to get into all of it today here on Fantasy Sports Today. Our brand new show launching today on FST. Craig Miss, Joe Pizzapia here on Fantasy Sports Today. We've got the opening drive coming up next here on Fantasy Sports Today. We'll talk about luck, Miller, college football, and even a little pop culture as well. Don't go away. Plenty more to come here on our Monday edition of the show. This is Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Miss, Joe Pizzapia on FNTSY. Don't go away.
finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com slash hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321-321. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid, open your new account, and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER, 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. A lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. When you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible. But since I've experienced it, your commercials aren't strong enough. I am 76, and I've had a belly for way too long. My whole body is shrinking. My energy level has gone up. And the only thing difference is Andro 400. It's great stuff. I tried other products, and nothing happened. Guys, if you'd like to lose stubborn belly fat, gain energy, and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435 888-400-0435 andro400.com did we just become best friends? Yup! The best friends forever. I want to own blank Jaguars on my fantasy team this season. Possibly two. More like one. <laughs> <laughs> I want to own possibly two. More like one Jaguar on my team this season. Who are they? For net, I see the possibilities, but I'm kind of shying away. The one guy I really want to own would be D.D. Westbrook. You're getting him at such a discount. Right now, he's wide receiver 36. Watch live weekdays, 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern on the FNTSY YouTube channel. Full-time fantasy. 
I know there are some people in our group that like Miles Boykin. Is there upside there for you? I know there's some talent there, and let me see how the Ravens offense shakes out. We know they're not going to be pass heavy. There's not going to be a ton of volume. Someone's got to catch passes in the offense, though. Now, what if we do see an uptick in Lamar Jackson for his passing? What if he does get better? Weekdays, 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Game time decisions. A bad pick was us bucking the trend of the Atlanta Falcons losing all the time in the preseason. That's the, dude, it's yeah. like they lost 11 in a row. They just roll over. They're gutless. I don't even like them in a regular season, this team. The Falcons peaked a couple of years ago. It's not like Quinn's going to suddenly get as better. Matt Ryan's not going to get better. They are who they are. I'm not saying they're terrible, but they're not a legitimate threat. Yeah. you got to learn lessons for the preseason. Watch live weekdays, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern on the FNTSY YouTube channel. Then he pivots, fakes, chucks the big bomb halfway down the field to our hopefully still wide open tailback. I call it Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish and Joe Pizzapia. Fantasy Sports Today presents First play from scrimmage. The opening drive. The first play of the game. And there you have it, the opening drive. Welcome back. This is Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish, Joe Pizzapia, as we dive into some of the hot topics surrounding fantasy sports on this Monday. I'm guessing a lot of you drafted over the weekend. I kind of put it at like 20% of the country is done with 80% to go here with about 10 days. And uh, let's start off the opening drive, Joe. It is first down. And, of course, the big story is Andrew Luck, and obviously we touched on it very briefly here, but arguably in the history of the NFL, there have been some big retirements. There have been some big fantasy retirements, but I don't think any that have shocked us like this, maybe since Barry Sanders retired many years ago. Yeah, and that one, we look back, that was in July of 99, I believe it was. So it was still before preseason really started, still where there was a lot of guys still floating around and and some things to make uh, choices with. But the thing with Barry Sanders was that's a guy that got – on a bad team for so many years he just kind of felt for him and the lines weren't going anywhere and he just i feel like that was a frustration where he threw his hands up and he's like look i just can't do it anymore <laughs> and he kind of walked right. away and this one i struggle with i really do because as the young kids say i have all the feels i've got all the feels craig about this and part of it is because i say everybody deserves to be happy in life i know what it's like to be doing something that you've done your whole life and get burnt out and not want to do it anymore and and i understand that and i and i give people credit for saying hey i'm more than just this i'm gonna walk away i want to be happy and i get that i did a similar kind of situation happened to me i had been a professional actor for over you know a decade and a half and a working one like i worked i had my health insurance for the acting unions that's how much i worked and that's a lot so I got to a point where I was in a new play, was the lead of a new play, got a good review in the New York Times, and I was miserable, and I wanted to walk away. I was burnt out, and I had been doing nothing but concentrating and honing that craft and doing everything I could for years and years, and I get it, but the thing is I didn't walk away during the run of the show because that puts my co-stars in a bad spot. That right. puts That's a good point. Yeah. everybody else in a bad spot around me, uh, the producers of the show, the people who work backstage of the show. And that's where I struggle. At quarterback, I feel like you have an extra gear of responsibility. And it's not like you're a running back. It's not like you're a down line. It's like I'm not belittling anyone else's position on the field. But the NFL now, more than ever, is about quarterback play. And when you take that quarterback out, it not only affects the ripple of everybody else on the field, but also affects their bank accounts and their money. 
how does this affect guys now when they're looking for better contracts? And now that all of a sudden you're going to the secondary quarterback and Jacoby Brissett. And I feel like even if he was feeling this was it for me, I'm done. Maybe just maybe he could have went on the pop, come back in the second half, tried to have a playoff run and then called it quits right after. said, look, I'm done. I'm out. And that would have been shocking and terrible, but at least I would have given the organization more time. And the other thing is the fans booing, which, Craig, I'm curious what you feel about. Because if you're sitting in a a seat that you paid 15 grand for and you see this news come around your phone, do you think that the booing was something that was justified, reactionary, or is it classless, like a lot of people will say out there? Yeah, yeah, it, it was not justified, but the natural reaction from someone that just is finding out on their phone while they're watching a game and watching him walk off it's very easy to sit back and say that we wouldn't have done it, but we don't know how we would have reacted in that spot. And as media, we're taught to be more impartial. But as a fan and who paid for their ticket to see this happen and not know about it and get an alert on your phone or get a text from your friend saying, hey, guess what? You're at a game that you just paid $100 for a preseason game where nobody played. And on top of it, your quarterback is done. Congratulations on renewing. It doesn't make it right what they did, but I understand it. I understand it. And and I think that everybody who did boo looks back on it now and says they probably shouldn't have. But the reality is we don't know how they're and we don't know how we are going to react in that situation. And coming up a little bit later, we'll touch more on Andrew Luck and just where this stands in terms of shocking fantasy news, baseball, football, basketball and things of that nature. Here on the opening drive, our second down topic is Lamar Miller, Joe. He's out for the season. And Deontay Foreman was somebody that I, I know a lot of people had shares of in Dynasty Leagues. I loved him coming out of Texas, and I thought he'd be a star. Uh, they ended up cutting him. And, of course, he went to the Indianapolis Colts, who also cut him. And so he's got no job whatsoever. Now, Joe, I'm curious your thoughts here. Let's just start with the Texans, okay? Because Duke John, it's, it's ironic that two of the running backs that are on the Texans' current roster, I saw play in college in Duke Johnson in Miami and Buddy Howell at FAU. Right. I don't know that either of these two are the answer, though, and this could just simply be a stay away from me. But there's got to be value somewhere, Joe. So where is the value on the Texans running back? Well, look, I think I already like Duke Johnson's value. And if you were the early drafters and you saw potential for Duke Johnson, you got him in the 13th round or something like that as a flyer. Well, all of a sudden, I think he definitely stands in the 50 plus catch range before this even came about, because I think Bill O'Brien being a product of that Patriots offense is a guy that wants to kind of Fill that Deion Lewis, James White kind of role, the Kevin Falk role, that role that's always been a part of it because it makes your quarterback better and you have such an incredible weapon like DeAndre Hopkins and you got all these other wide receivers everybody's hyped about. Well, not really a tight end. Well, that intermediate passing game can really be affected positively by a guy like Duke Johnson. So that, for me, was always a win. Now, I don't know if I want him to be my number one guy. It might be a default situation. Now, the good news is there's going to be a lot of guys either cut or out there that have experience. Carlos Hyde's been a name that's already been bandied about. James Cohen and I were just talking about that as soon as it happened on Saturday. Right. That's a name to keep an eye on. Uh, obviously, the JHI is still out there. I don't think that's going to be it. To me, the one that makes the most sense for everybody is Adrian Peterson. And Geis has looked good this preseason. He looks like he's starting to move in the right direction. He's the guy you want to move forward with. You have the young running back. You have the young quarterback. You're trying to turn that roster over. You have P. Ryan, who's good enough with Chris Thompson. I think there's enough depth there where if you really feel good about guys moving Adrian Peterson back home to his own stomping grounds in the Texas area, giving him one more shot at a winner. If I'm Adrian Peterson, I want to go there. If I'm the Redskins, I want Adrian Peterson to go there. And if I'm the Texans, I want Adrian Peterson. I think he's the perfect complement 
to a Duke Johnson. So if I had my druthers, that's the guy I'd want. Yeah, and and I'll say this, is that in theory, everything that you're saying is right about Bill O'Brien, but the reality is wrong. This guy is the most unimaginative (laughs) offensive mind in football. He ran the ball more on first down than any coach in the history of the NFL over 60% of the time last year. And I don't know that Duke Johnson's going to be able to take that punishment, man. I just, I'm worried and I'm hopeful that what you're saying, what you are saying is true is that they go with somebody else. But I think as of right now, in any of these first come, first serve football leagues, you'd be best served to just pick up every running back on the Texans offense, stash them, hope, and see what happens in the end. Because because right now, the Texans are a mess. They were one of my favorites in terms of their Vegas totals to go under at eight and a half. I don't know that I would do it now, though, because of the Colts situation. I would probably give them another win or two. So. I'm going to stay away from that. Yeah. yeah. All right. One third, quick caveat. Just yeah. one quick caveat on that. He's been predictable because of the what he's had at running back. He hasn't had a lot of dynamic. He hasn't had a lot of guys who can catch the ball in the backfield. So why so, is he running the ball constantly? Uh, that's that's also Throw part of having. Down. Yeah, well, it's also that's, having part of a young quarterback and trying to give him situations where he can. Two years ago, yes. Three. Two years ago, yes. Last year, there was no reason for it. I mean, especially enough. when your offensive line isn't very good either. But a story for another day. Okay, real quick. <laughs> oh, real quick. A minute each on these. Uh, college football opens up over the weekend in our third down here of the opening drive. Both underdogs cover on Saturday. My Florida Gators had to come back to win 24-20. And then Hawaii opening up at home as an 11-point underdog. They end up winning outright against Arizona. So, Joe, we're going to get you more uh, active into college football season with the season opening up in actual week one on Thursday. But, man, a really hot and sweaty night it looked like in Orlando where the Gators ended up winning. Yeah, I'm excited for college football this year. I had been working the last 10 years teaching every single Saturday in the fall, and I've missed college football. I get to see the bowl games. I get to see this, but I really get to watch. So this is a big deal for me. I'm going to let my boy Craig Mish help get me back into the college football world because I'm stoked. There's a lot of big prospects, and I want to uh, be able to watch them now, and I'm very excited that I get to do that on Saturday. It'll be so awesome. uh, let's yeah. do it, baby. I'm in. All right, and uh, and finally, fourth down here, our little pop culture here, uh, Breaking Bad, Joe. They're doing another movie. It's coming out in October. It's the Jesse Pinkman movie. I don't know if you're a Breaking Bad guy. Will you check this out in October, or are you not interested? Confession time. I, uh, I've never seen Breaking Bad. Oh, my gosh. We'll I know. Time. And look, here's why. Here's why. It, it, the, the pinnacle of Breaking Bad is you and I say, and sometimes when you have little kids and you have them like really close together, you start to miss out on pop culture. And at the time, I was also married to somebody who had very poor taste in terms of, uh, you know, pop culture things and, and TV shows. And we had to watch The Bachelor and stupid things like that. So oh, I'm looking forward. I actually it's on my list. Breaking Bad's on my list of things to do. All right, so there you go. Joe promises college football and Breaking Bad. Here's here's what I promise. Coming up next, we dive into NFL preseason week number three. This is Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Miss Joe Pizzapia, and we'll be right back. Don't go away. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40... Your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. 
Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com slash hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits. Get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners of this network can get a risk-free bet up to $500. Here's how it works. First, create a DraftKings Sportsbook account, then make a deposit and place your first bet, and DraftKings will match it up to $500. Just go to SportsGrid.com slash DK to play. That's SportsGrid.com slash DK. Act quickly. This offer won't be around forever. Get Emily problem call 1-800-GAMBLER 21 and over New Jersey only eligibility restrictions apply see website for details lose weight now go to fat100.com lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at fat100.com fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to go to fat100.com lose 10 20 or more pounds immediately go to fat100.com for free information on how you can lose weight go to fat100.com fat100.com that's fat100.com Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish and Joe Pizzapia. Just one more NFL preseason week left, and you need to know how to navigate the fantasy football landscape without Andrew Luck. Head over to rotoexperts.com. Check out the NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, including the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the Internet. Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts, they got you covered. Dynasty, season-long, best ball formats, giving you an edge regardless of what type of season-long fantasy football you play. You could save 10% right now. rotoexperts.com. With promo code FNTSY, that's 10% off with promo code FNTSY. The NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package only at rotoexperts.com. And welcome back. It's time to dive in a little bit to that NFL preseason week number three. We talked about some of the big fallouts, of course. Andrew Luck and, and Lamar Miller, and we'll talk about it throughout the show. But there were some other things that I know that happened. Although I got to tell you, watching even five minutes of this stuff, Joe, is a little bit nauseating. A lot of guys didn't play. There weren't a lot of starters playing. And certainly we'll dive into last night's game, which I thought at least provided in the first quarter some interesting info and some interesting. But uh, for you, I know that you're diving in and you're watching all of these things. So please feel free to tell me what you saw from week three of the NFL preseason that has you interested in discussing it this morning. Well, you're not wrong. There's definitely some things that make you want to throw up in your mouth a little bit because you're watching some, you know, bad football. And some of that football also is uh, on an 80 yard field up in Canada, you know, this week. <laughs> so some, uh, some no crazy. Goalposts. Yeah. Yeah. No goal. I mean, who, who needs goalposts? I mean, come yeah, on. What are we forget doing? it. 
you know, I wanted like just like the dads of, of the players to just stand out there with their arms up in the air, you know, just connect the arms kind of like in little giants and just move back and forth. If someone's going to kick a field goal, that'd be fun. Uh, but no, it's there are some things to take away. And again, preseason is not something to overrate, but it's something to pay attention to because it does have certain impacts for certain players. Uh, first one I want to talk about is Kyler Murray, because Murray is a big lightning rod this year. There's people who love him. I saw him go in a draft ahead of Aaron Rodgers, and uh, and it was an expert quote unquote draft. And uh, that blew my mind, blew my mind. Just not there yet. Sorry. I'm just not there yet. And I think what we've seen out of Kyler Murray in this last game is you look at the stats and the stats look okay. But if you watch a little deeper, there were a lot of things that were problems there for me personally. I think this is going to be all year, which is why Kyler Murray is for me more of a DFS investment. You pick the right day, you pick the right matchup and you're in good shape. And if you want to play matchups with a quarterback, maybe you can do that as well. But I think there's going to be a lot of, I can't believe that was the Kyler Murray performance and a lot of, oh my God, I can't believe that was the Kyler Murray performance. Yeah, I'm curious, exactly. Craig, for yeah. you, where do you stand on Murray? Coming yeah, into this year? I, I would agree, except for I would say that as he gets into the deeper part of the season, it wouldn't shock me to see people starting him in the playoffs because I think that he's no longer a rookie after eight or nine weeks, and I think he'll have some of it figured out. But I, I'm at 100% on board in terms of like the first four or five weeks of the season. At best, he's my RB2 or a super flex play. So that's kind of yeah. how I see him, at least the first two months, September, October. Dalvin Cook with the big 88-yard touchdown run, which I saw live happen. I was watching that game, and it was very impressive. And uh, it's just a reminder of how good Dalvin Cook can be and also a tease because that's what we get. We get more of the Dalvin Cook tease. I'm hoping this year it's not the tease and we get all of Dalvin Cook, but that was important. Uh, Also, you're seeing in San Francisco, Craig, Dante Pettis having to play more and kind of, quote, prove himself. And I don't think that's ever a good thing because Debo Samuel, I think, is the most talented guy on that wide receiving core. I don't care if he's a rookie. I think that's the fantasy asset you want in that receiving group in San Francisco. And the fact that they keep pushing Pettis out there, pushing Pettis out there means that if he's got something to prove, that means his security in terms of target share might not be there. Are you a Debo Samuel kind of guy? Yeah, you know what I am? I'm a guy that's going to wait. We'll talk about this a little bit later in the show in terms of the the 49ers wide receivers. There's no doubt in my mind that some shocking development is going to come between now and cut down day next Saturday. And so in terms of Samuel, I saw him play a bunch of course in college. And I think he has the opportunity to be a good wide receiver. He was always he was also one of the latest wide receivers to sign, which has him to me a little bit behind as far as getting into the development of the offense. So uh, we'll dive into each individual player coming up. But I would say this. I'm probably just out in general on all of the wide receivers on the 49ers. The only one that I want and I want late is Marquise Goodwin because he has that relationship with Jimmy Garoppolo. And that's it for me. I'd like to see that come back. We'll see if it was just a, another default setting or if that was like a, yep. the real deal at the time. That's mm-hmm. always things to keep in mind. We've seen that happen. Guys get with a certain wide receiver and then we're like, oh, we buy in because he's really the only guy he has. But then when he has better options, things change. James Washington with another touchdown for me. Look, I keep talking about this guy. I talked about him on Fantasy Pros podcast on Friday. They asked who are some of the guys you could draft late that can win you a league. And I think Washington might be one of them. Historically, that secondary guy on the Steelers, if Washington can be that guy and push Moncrief out, which I think he's capable of doing. I know he looks really good with the twos because he's been running with the twos, but I think there's only so much time because Tomlin loves Washington anyway. We knew that last year. That's a guy to watch. Sam Darnold playing again without Le'Veon Bell all preseason. He's going to play without Le'Veon Bell, and he hasn't looked good really in the preseason. And I gave him that extra that extra drive when I thought maybe they'll take him out, but no, they didn't. They kept Darnold in there and still things are a little rocky there for the jets. The Browns defense looks stoked, man. They look, they look good. They sacked James Winston five times 
And I'll tell you does that. that count? Everyone- does that count against Winston or no? Uh, yeah, I think it does. I think That's it does. Like, to me, Winston's like one of the more overrated options. I think in fantasy this year. Well, everyone's excited because of Bruce Arians. Yeah, and, he, and you know, and you know what? Be? You still have to have the quarterback. You st- you still have to have the, the the guy with the brain. You still have to have the guy that's going to go with the co- the coach. And Winston, never one of those guys. Don't think he'll ever be one of those guys. I don't know. If they have a backup option for him. But for example, his Vegas total in terms of passing yards is forty three hundred. I would go under that total. I just don't trust him. Okay. Do you not trust him because of the talent or because it's him? Of it's the, him. Yeah. I don't. It's, I, the, I, it's between the years. I, I think it should have had if it. If it hasn't happened yet, I don't think it's going to happen now. That's not to say that Dirk Cutter is as smart or as good as Bruce Arians, but Cutter is a good offensive mind. He just was a bad football coach in terms of being a head coach, and he couldn't get anything at all out of Winston. Couldn't get him a check down. Couldn't get him to throw in the slot. Couldn't get him to throw over the middle. It was always go for the gusto. Now, the defense was bad, too. I understand that he had to bring his team back in a lot of football games, but I would guess that at the end of the season, the Bucks will move on from Winston. There'll be a new quarterback in Tampa next year. That's my prediction. I do believe this is the dividing rod. This is the moment. This is the fork in the road for Winston. And he hasn't had anybody quite as good as Arians. If anybody can do it, it's Arians. And if Arians can. What was wrong with Duke Cutter, Dirk Cutter? Uh, I don't know. He's, I, isn't I he think, the offensive coordinator in Atlanta again? I'll tell, you, I'll tell you this. I think the problem with Dirk Cutter was, again, there was no reason to really go to the Fitzpatrick route yet last year. And I, and he kept Maybe going so. back to it yeah. because Maybe I so. think what, I think what entered into it with Cutter was him wanting to keep his job. And I think you have an, you have a duty there that your best interest to keep your job was probably to do everything you can to get Winston to play well. And I feel like once you started worrying more about your job than Winston's development, that was the death knell for him. That's my take on it. Now, Arians doesn't care. Arians isn't going anywhere. So he wants to make sure that he gets everything out of Winston this year he can. And if he can't, then they will move on. And it's the perfect scenario where, I mean, if you're Bruce Arians coming into this and you're looking at it, I think that's part of the appeal is, hey, I've got this incredible piece that I can mold in Winston who still has a lot of talent, but maybe just the immaturity, the inconsistency, all that things are a problem. And if I don't, then I can move on from him. Don't you think that's that's Arians kind of take going it, into this It could year? be. I, and I agree with your sentiment from last year. But the but the truth is, is that the second they brought Fitzpatrick in, the Bucks played better. They played better without Winston. Then all of a sudden, Fitzpatrick became who he was again. They put Winston back in, and he looked better in the second half. But uh, look, uh, it, it is a make or break year for him. But at some point, you got to put your, you got to plant your flag, and I'm planting it on this guy failing. That's just it. I just that's fair. That's I, I don't, fair. I don't like it. I don't like their running game. I think there's going to be a lot of pressure on him. To well, succeed. I don't like their running game. And whenever there's pressure on on Winston, what happens? He throws a pick. So especially in leagues where you lose points for picks, you got to be out of your mind. I think to take this guy. You want to take a flyer as a QB two, take your shot. But for me, I'm out. Yeah, look, and the running game especially is a problem. And, you know, I was hoping that Ronald Jones would show up and show out this year in the preseason. That's one of those guys that it would have mattered if he played well in the preseason. It's been a couple injuries and a couple issues and he hasn't been good. And that's another that's a mess. That's definitely a negative. I'll give you that. But I smell a board bet here with Winston's overall totals. I can smell it between you and me, and that's going right. to be fun. All right, before the season starts. There we go. Uh, right. JJ Arstega, yeah. white side, too, with the uh, big outing as well. This is a guy in Dynasty Leagues I keep talking about. Daniel Jones, good again. And Josh Rosen, make it a little case there. Again, a little later in the game, but a really nice drive there for them. But the Daniel Jones one I keep coming back to is, hey, you're in super flex leagues. You're trying to come back from an Andrew Luck issue there with him retiring. Jacoby Brissett might be the band-aid, but I think Daniel Jones might be the longer-term solution you get on the cheap. Yeah, and I think that you, you you hit it right there with the super flex leagues. And I'm in one super flex league, and it's a nightmare because it's a 16-team league, and my quarterbacks are Eli Manning and Case Keenum. 
And my backups are Daniel Jones and Dwayne, ha- Dwayne Haskins. So I'm kind of middling myself there, hoping for this sort of stuff. Uh, but the league, fortunately, is a guillotine league where as soon as Joe, as you know, the guys, it's a points league. So the guys get knocked out after not having the most points. I'll be able to pick somebody else up, hopefully for me. And in terms of Josh Rosen, I think you're right. He deserves to be the starting quarterback of the Dolphins at this point. There's no reason to start Fitzpatrick at this point. Except for now, I think Miami looks at it and says, wait a second here, we're going to need a quarterback next year. Guess who else is? Indianapolis. Guess who else is? Cincinnati. And the tanking could start. And and is Josh Rosen the best quarterback to have in the tank? I don't know. Uh, I mean, he may actually help them, may actually get them to some wins. So we'll see what the development is there. Real quick, uh, last night's game between the Steelers and Titans. I, I thought the Titans, Joe, looked awful. I don't know how they I don't I mean, I don't know how there's just like a lack of creativity and improvement with that team every year. But before we go to the break here, what are your thoughts on the Titans offense? A lot of people are taking some of these high upside guys on Tennessee. I don't see it. Uh, no, it's it's a problem. It's definitely a problem there. I, I wish I, I wish I had something more encouraging out there for everybody, but it is. It's still one dimensional. And until that's another quarterback situation that's going to be uh, in flux and also probably different in 2020. So keep an eye on that one as well. But I'm with you, man. It's tough. I like to be positive when I can be, but I just can't be right now. I think Derek Henry will have some games like he did last year. And then after that, it's, you know, I'm hoping that Humphreys can help out Corey Davis. That's what I'm hoping that Humphreys yeah. can be a slot guy that can really help out. And that's the one thing I will say. You know, give these guys a full game of football. Let's not judge too many people on a first quarter or however long some of these guys are playing. But no, it's it's looked like more of the same, which is uninspiring to say the least. We'll take a quick time out here on Fantasy Sports today. When we return, we'll take a review of average draft position, risers and fallers from the weekend. Also, the riskiest players in fantasy football in 2019. Craig Mish, Joe Pizapia here on Fantasy Sports Today. Our next segment is coming up in just a couple of minutes. If you're listening on demand, just hit that fast forward. If you're listening live, just hang on. We'll be right back. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com 
income and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all? Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. But a lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. When you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible. But since I've experienced it, your commercials aren't strong enough. I am 76 and I've had a belly for way too long. My whole body is shrinking. My energy level has gone up and the only thing difference is Andro 400. It's great stuff. I tried other products and nothing happened. Guys, if you'd like to lose stubborn belly fat, gain energy, and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. andro400.com. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish and Joe Pizzapia. All right, welcome back. This is Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish and Joe Pizzapia on this Monday, August 26, 2000. And 19, we got a full week of preparing you for your fantasy football draft. And of course, throughout the season, as we mentioned earlier, Joe Pizapia and I will be aligned, maybe not in opinions, but aligned here on the show to help you out throughout the season. And so, uh, Joe, we're off and running here. I feel like uh, things are going pretty well so far. We'll be aligned in opinion sometimes, but what fun is that? We're always no aligned. fun. No, no fun. No Come fun. on. What's I'm Italian. I have to argue by nature. Yeah, we've been through that before. Joe and I have been hosting shows, by the way, for those of you who don't know, for like uh, 10 years together. Here. So it's been a while. We, yeah. We've survived all the wars and now we're up for another battle. But OK, so speaking of which, before we get to some risky players, let's get to just some uh, quick news and notes from today. For those of you who are paying attention, uh, it looks like the Patriots are going to have Josh Gordon back for week one. And we're going to have a little discussion on risky players. And I, and I don't think we need to say that Josh Gordon is risky. Everybody knows that he's one of the riskiest players in the NFL. There are some Joe who feel like this is the year for him playing games one through 16 with new England, having that opportunity a la Randy Moss did in the past, a la Wes Welker or Julian Edelman or any of these wide receivers that Tom Brady has in some way, a lot of them tend to succeed there are others who say maybe he goes the Chad Ochocinco route. Of course, he was on the Patriots for like a day also. Didn't end up working out for him. <laughs> a little longer than a day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or, or maybe two days. Two days. <laughs> but, but, but Josh Gordon is somebody I have in one league this year. And I, and I spent a lot for him. I'm taking my shot with him because I feel like the ceiling is so high. But the floor is also as low as the floor could possibly be. So should he be rising as much as he is in the NFBC and some of these leagues and in auction leagues also? Where are you at with him this year, Joe? Well, here's the benefit from early drafting. You ready? You see how this is how we're going to come full circle oh, here, Craigie. Stop. This is what happens. So if you early drafted in some leagues like I have, 
I got a ton of shares of Josh Gordon on the cheap because I had a good feeling that they were going to fight very hard. If you read the tea leaves this offseason, what tea leaves? Tom Brady wanted Josh Gordon. There's lots of tea. There's all kinds of tea. Are you a tea guy or you're a coffee guy? I'm a coffee guy. Yeah. yeah. I'm a coffee guy, but I do like the tea on occasion. I feel like in the winter and the I, I do every now and then I'm like, you know, I'm going to have a cup of tea in the afternoon, maybe a scone. Can, can you little- text me when you have a cup of tea? Yeah, oh, I'm gonna I'd, I'd like a picture of. of yeah, yeah. yeah like oh, yeah. I'm going to send you a picture and I'm going to put my pinky up when I'm drinking it. Okay, I wouldn't go to that, that far, but that's fine. <laughs> well, that's too Just bad. You've invited it. Now I'm on the front door All with right, the pinky fine. up and drinking the tea. Uh, but here we go. So if you're drafting early, I had a lot of Josh Gordon shares because, as I said, the tea leaves said that Tom Brady wanted this guy back in and they needed somebody who could stretch the field and give them a different dynamic to the offense. So when he was going as a free square, I was taking him everywhere, which rhymes. And I know I sound like Dr. Seuss when I said that, but I don't care. See, I did it again. I you got three, three going. There. I did get three. I'm pretty good. Yeah. That's why I'm a pro. But here you go. So now that he's going into expectation realm, this is something to be much more careful of because now that you've got expectations of him and they vary greatly. Some people still see Josh Gordon as that incredible outlier season that he had with the Browns. And then some people still have him. In, I'm never touching him because I just can't possibly do that to my team i'm of the mind of if he falls into a proper place i like him more as a wide receiver four it's gonna be hard to get him there now i think most people will take him as a wide receiver three and i don't know if that's the best situation it's a good situation if you have two really solid guys like if you went in the bottom of a draft michael thomas juju smith schuster right with your two first picks and then you went back to back running backs and then maybe your third wide receiver is josh gordon right i'm okay with that i think it's all about roster construction when it comes to gordon and how you can mitigate that risk with your roster construction so that's my take on gordon and uh excuse me i gotta go uh check for some uh, tea here i just want to make sure it doesn't steep too long hold on uh, chamomile joe it's your new name no no never the chamomile it's like i like the lemons and maybe some of the other uh, some of the mint things it's good it's refreshing it's nice. Yeah, yes, if you say so. Uh, yeah, I mean, with with Gordon, it's like wanting him to be better than he is. That's just always seems to be the the situation with him. But look, it, he to me is the kind of guy in a draft. You made a good point too about you already have two good wide receivers, and then you go for that upside wide receiver three. The other thing that you could do is if you feel like you're failing in a draft and you're not doing well, and you get to that point where you need a boost, yeah. and you say to yourself, "Hey, look, I may be throwing my money away in this thing." Let me go ahead and take a guy to help me win the league. I think Gurley caught, kind of falls into that category as well. I mean, some people are going to have Gurley. They're going to Gurley's going to win a league this year, and some people have him, and he may do nothing. And it's just that boom or bust, which kind of is what fantasy football is all about—a lot of boom and bust players. And and speaking of which, there are a lot of risky players that people are going to have a chance to take or not take this year. And throughout the week, we'll have a segment called Trust or Bust, but. For this segment, what I wanted to do, Joe, is just simply talk about who you view as the riskiest players this season in fantasy football. So these are guys kind of like Gordon, although I don't think the extreme uh, floor and ceiling are there with Gordon. I mean, you know what that is. I mean, Gordon could catch 100 balls for 1,700 yards and 15 touchdowns. He could catch six balls and be suspended for the year. I mean, this is this is who he is. I, I don't think these guys fall into that category. The latter sounds more likely, but but they know. but they certainly have the opportunity to help you win or or help you lose. Uh, I'll start off here and I'll ask you your opinion because this is one of the big lightning rods I thought for last year's draft. Uh, Derrick Henry lost a lot of leagues for people last year because they didn't play him. You may have cut him. 
And then uh, he could have played against you on some other team and ended up winning a league for that person. He also won a lot of leagues for people because if you did hang on to him long enough, you may not have gotten that huge 200-yard output the first time around, but then you could kind of ride him into the playoffs. I, I think, Joe, that for me, in terms of running back, he is one of the riskiest propositions of all. And after seeing that Titans offense last night, I mean, they, they may as well just give this guy 40 carries and hopefully bust a couple for 70 yards apiece. How do you feel about him this year? Well, he's one of those guys that should carry the football that much because he's a large man. I, I wouldn't want to tackle Derrick Henry. I could tell you that much. I am not stepping in front of that freight train at all. If I'm even if I was much, much bigger than I am, I still would. I would think twice about it. My problem with Henry is format. Now, if you're playing a standard league, I think you could still ride with him. He's RB 20 overall over on fantasy pros um, on the PPR situation. That's where it gets a little tricky because he's right around that same grouping as guys like James White, who are incredibly productive and come in a far better offense. So that's where I struggle. You also got a guy like David Montgomery, who I'm very high on going right around that same range, Josh Jacobs and Chris Carson. All of those guys, I think, are in better situations to be productive this year yeah. with better quarterback play. And that's where I struggle with Derrick Henry. So I, I agree with you. I think he's still going as a low-end RB2. If he's my third running back, I like it. In a standard as my second running back, I can tolerate it. But I do think you have to have some plans there because, like you said, I think the the upside is going to be a couple of huge games, but overall it's going to be a very disappointing offense. All right, so who's the riskiest player for Joe Pizzapia this year? It's Damian Williams. It's been Damian Williams for two months of this discussion, and it's it's still Damian Williams, and it's getting riskier by the minute, I feel like, because if you listen to Andy Reid talk about how good Darwin Thompson is, it surprisingly so, of picking up the blitz and in pass protection, that speaks volumes. And I feel like we're going down this same road that we went down a couple years ago with CJ Anderson, where he had a really great finish to a season out of nowhere. People picked him up on waiver wires and he won them leagues. And then the next year, everybody put him in the first round of mocks, except the black book where he wasn't even close to the first round. <laughs> and a lot of people absolutely bit it on CJ Anderson. And I feel like that's going to happen again. And I'm telling you right now, I just don't like the ADP where you have to take him just doesn't fly for me. Mm, okay. Yeah. Interesting there. I, I, and the other problem too with Damian Williams is getting Darwin Thompson as a handcuff isn't really a handcuff because there's a good chance that even if Darwin Thompson plays well, Damian Williams still plays, you know, like it's that's the the Kansas City situation could be one with multiple backs over the course of the year. So, uh, you know, I don't have Damian Williams anywhere yet. I don't draft nearly as much as you do also to give full transparency, but he has not been on any of my teams. Also, Amari Cooper, Joe has not been on any of my teams. I just don't like having the plantar fasciitis in the foot. I'm sorry. I just don't like it. I'm not drafting. Anybody. I don't like the plantar fasciitis. I'm, I'm just not drafting. I'm not drafting anyone with it. I, I'll find someone <laughs> else. I'm not doing the whole. Is he practicing this week? Is he not practicing? I am telling you now, this is happening with Amari Cooper all season long. Every week it's going to be. Did he practice? Did he not practice? Is he play? He's not going to play. <laughs> I've seen this happen in all sports, baseball, especially. You can't run with this thing, man, until it pops. Then you have surgery. Then you're done. I'm not doing it. I'm out. I agree. I, I I was out already, so you don't have to convince me. I'm already waiting on the couch. I'm glad you're here. Come sit and we'll watch something else. I, I agree with you 100 percent here. Cooper, one of these guys. His whole career has been the same. He's the guy that wins you a week and then he goes dormant for a month and you don't hear from him. And he shows up again and he wins you a week. And I just don't like those kind of players. I just don't. It's not my bag, especially for where you have to draft him. And the irony is he's 28th overall. You know who's 27th overall on Fantasy Pros? Damian okay. Williams. These are guys where if you make the wrong decision early, it can really set you back. All right. Give me one more. Give me one more risky, risky player for you. 
Oh, it's Leonard Fournette because he's oh, always hurt. I'm not touching. He's that always hurt, and you know what? The vo- I'm so sick of the volume arguments. I'm so sick of hearing that Nick Foles is like all of a sudden like Nick Foles are going to drop in like Dan Marino and change this offense. The offense still isn't very good, and I think the defense. You know what? I'm a little over them too. I think they're a little bit more talk than they are. You know, a little more show than go at this point. And I think this is another team that's going to continue to spiral downwards. I do not like the team. I think they're one-dimensional. Leonard Fournette's been hurt since college. He's probably hurt right now. I'm just – and then you add in all these secondary issues last year that were kind of muddy off the field. I'm, in, I'm out. I'm out 100% on Fournette everywhere. Yeah, and, and the thing with Fournette is it, this goes back to when he was at college at LSU. Whenever he was on the field and playing and getting 25 carries, he was the most dominant player in all of college football. I think that if he's on the field and he's getting 25, 30 carries, he's the most dominant player in the NFL, but it's just not happening. It hasn't happened. And what he's proven in the past is he is a guy that's not going to play hurt. Now, at this point, given what we've seen with Andrew Luck, we're starting to soften on that stance and starting to understand a little bit more about what these players go through. And I can't fault Fournette for that. If he doesn't want to play fine, but it's been one hamstring or ankle injury after another the Jaguars, you know, Joe, I'm not I'm not as as down on their defense as you. I do think that look, they're a mediocre team. They're an eight and eight, seven and nine, nine and seventeen, somewhere along those lines. But in terms of drafting him as a as a late RB one, RB two, I just can't do it. I, I and if I do, I better make sure that not only do I handcuff him, but I have someone that I think that can plug and play for him. By the way, who is Fournette's handcuff this year? Who who is the the best handcuff? Uh, Ryquell Armstead probably is the yeah. guy. You and know, how does that feel? How does that sound? Does it that feel doesn't great? feel Golden great, but I, that's why Devontae Freeman is right there, at, right after him, and I'll take Freeman in that offense any day. That's a guy that's had two incredible all-purpose back seasons, and I'll take my chances with him over Fournette. All right, you're listening to Fantasy Sports today, and here's what we have coming up. Coming up next, we'll do a little uh, Joe and I arguing in the best of hour number one that's coming up. And then hour number two, we're going to dive into what we call the fantasy legacy and go through fantasy sports over the last 20 or so years and talk about players that have shocked us in the world of fantasy. Things that have really thrown fantasy sports on its ear a little bit. We'll touch on that as well. Also, don't forget if you're listening to this show live, and you're listening on the FNTSY app, there's another great way to listen to us. And that, of course, is to listen to us in what we would call a podcast form, either on iTunes or Android or Stitcher or wherever podcasts are heard. And please make sure you like and subscribe to this show. And then each and every day, our producer, Sean Guastamacchia, will get that thing uploaded to you and will get sent to your phone or your iPad or anything, any way that you listen to the show, you could listen to us and also gives you the idea of being able to listen to us in terms of topics, if there's anything that we have a topic that you guys want to hear about, you let us know at FNTSY Radio, at Craig Mish, at Joe Pizapia 17. We'll take a quick time out. We'll be back with more here on Fantasy Sports Today. It's our football edition of the show. Our new format on August 26th. We're talking football just about 24 hours a day, seven days a week, right up until the season starts on September 10th. We'll be right back.
Can't get enough fantasy football? Roto Experts has launched their NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, which includes the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the internet. Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts are providing dynasty season-long betting, best ball, and NFL draft content every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football you play. Save 10% at rotoexperts.com with the promo code FNTSY. It's the NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package only at rotoexperts.com. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. The morning after. Eli Manning will be the starting quarterback against the Dallas Cowboys in a couple of weeks, but Daniel Jones should be the one that's starting. Say what you will with the Giants. They're freaking loyal. They can't break up with this guy. I know it's rough. Either way, it's going to be painful, and it's like we're screwing Eli over here after everything he did for us, but it's pretty damn clear. Daniel Jones is better than Eli Manning right now. Weekdays, 9 a.m. Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on your popular podcast providers. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish and Joe Pizzapia. Welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today. As we wrap up the first hour of the show, here's what you missed. If you want to play matchups with a quarterback, maybe you can do that as well. But I think there's going to be a lot of I can't believe that was the Kyler Murray performance and a lot of, oh, my God, I can't believe that was the Kyler Murray performance. Yeah, I'm curious, exactly. Craig, for yeah. you, where do you stand on Murray? Coming yeah, into this year? I, I would agree, except for I would say that as he gets into the deeper part of the season, it wouldn't shock me to see people starting him in the playoffs because I think that he's no longer a rookie after eight or nine weeks. And I think he'll have some of it figured out. But I, I'm on 100 percent on board in terms of like the first four or five weeks of the season. At best, he's my RB2 or a super flex play. So that's kind of yeah. how I see him, at least the first two months, September, October. 
Dalvin Cook with the big 88-yard touchdown run, which I saw live happen. I was watching that game, and it was very impressive. And uh, it's just a reminder of how good Dalvin Cook can be and also a tease because that's what we get. We get more of the Dalvin Cook tease. I'm hoping this year it's not the tease and we get all of Dalvin Cook, but that was important. Uh, Also, you're seeing in San Francisco, Craig, Dante Pettis having to play more and kind of, quote, prove himself. And I don't think that's ever a good thing because Debo Samuel – I think is the most talented guy on that wide receiving core. I don't care if he's a rookie. I think that's the fantasy asset you want in that receiving group in San Francisco. And the fact that they keep pushing Pettis out there, pushing Pettis out there means that if he's got something to prove, that means his security in terms of target share might not be there. And we'll be right back with more fantasy sports today. Hour number two, if you're listening live or if you're listening on demand, this is FNTSY radio, Craig Mish fantasy sports today.